So I was thinking about how it says with all thy might as well and it reminded me of when I was little. I don't know if you know this, but I used to do kind of like mixed martial arts self-defense. <laughs> yeah. Um, people, oh my goodness. <laughs> people are always surprised by this. Welcome back to another episode of Him Partial, the podcast where we talk all things church music. I'm Monet Funke. And I'm Cara Devereaux. And in this week's episode, we're going to talk about a song that I really like, Fight the Good Fight with All Thy Might. We'll be hearing about the tragic demise of the writer, asking whether we should be singing fighty hymns in church, and reading a whole bunch of scripture to encourage you in the good fight. All that and more. But first, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, subscribe, and ring the bell if you want to stay notified of all our new episodes and believe me with some of our upcoming guests you will want to stay notified you can also listen to new episodes wherever you get your podcasts and if you'd like to leave us a five-star review on itunes we wouldn't say no to that you can also follow us on social media at him partial but the best way of all to stay up to date with all the latest news and episodes is by heading over to himpartial.com and signing up to our totally free totally awesome newsletter our email subscribers are always the first to know what's going on and they even get free bonus content that you cannot find anywhere else yep and if you're part of the newsletter you'll know first who our awesome um interviews are going to be with so that's a motivation but on to the episode um so today we're talking about a song entitled fight the good fight or fight the good fight with all thy might mm-hmm. um do you know this song I can't say that I do. I, I feel like it sounds familiar, but it might be one of those phrases that kind of gets yes. tossed about in Christian circles. Yeah. So I don't know if I've sang this or I've just heard that phrase. Well, there is actually, um, a, a, I think it's a legal drama on one of the streaming networks at the moment called The Good Fight. Um so it's possible okay. you've just seen adverts for that maybe, everywhere. <laughs> maybe. Um, okay, so I first came across this hymn, as with a lot of hymns, if I think about it, flipping through the Christian hymns book um, in that kind of pre-service silence. Yeah. <laughs> um, that you get in some churches, some not churches, all churches. Yeah. Uh, so the first thing that struck me, my unsanctified self about this hymn, is that you can actually rap this one. <laughs> I want to hear you rap it, Cara. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll be the new Eminem. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm not going to rap it. Don't worry, guys. I have some dignity. <laughs> um, the second thing that struck me about this hymn is that the words are really good. Okay. So it's an interesting one because it used to be pretty popular and it was even a common choice for weddings. Interesting. Which is... Like, I don't know, if I was getting married, I wouldn't really want a song about fighting. (laughs) Well, that kind of makes sense, actually, because I remember during our wedding, um, our pastor spoke about, um, basically, he went through Genesis and then the Gospels and then Revelation. And he basically spoke about, like, the marriage mandate and, like the temptation in the garden. And then when he went to the gospels, he actually talked about divorce and then, uh, revelation. He talked about like the bride, you know, Mm -hmm. being the bridegroom, um, seeing the bridegroom and being the bride. But it seemed weird to like talk about divorce during your marriage, Mm. your wedding ceremony, but it is a, it like, it is a fight. It's a spiritual fight, you know, that you're in. And he, I I remember he mentioned that. So I could see, I could sort of see it. 
I think as well, like if you're married, then you're in that fight together. Um, yes. And actually it's not a fighty song, which we're going to talk about in a okay. little bit. <laughs> um, but I was just kind of like, okay, that's an interesting choice. But um, so over the second half of the 1900s, it kind of slipped out of common use. And I'm not sure why. And I'm not sure if it is that kind of fighty thing. Um, there's not a lot of information about it, but I did mine, manage to find some scraps of information about the guy who wrote it. Okay. So he's got a lovely long name. Um, he was called John Samuel Bewley Monsell, or Monsell, I'm not sure. Bewley? Bewley, yeah. There's okay. actually a town in uh, the Highlands called Bewley, but it's not spelled the same. Okay. He was Irish. Um, I like it. He was born in 1811. Mm-hmm. in Londonderry and he studied at Trinity College in Dublin the one with the really pretty library okay I don't know if I'm familiar with it we talked about it I was trying to remember what the episode was but we had another hymn writer who had studied there and if you're a newsletter subscriber you got all the pretty pictures of yeah. the library <laughs> um, but you can just google it Um, but still sign up for the newsletter we do the work for you yes (laughs) anyway uh so monsell was ordained in 1835 Mm. he went on to serve in several different churches across ireland before he moved to england in 1853 okay and he moved because he was appointed the rector which i think is like the minister of a church in Surrey, which is in England. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1870, he became rector of St. Nicholas Church in Guildford, also England, mm-hmm. south of England. Um, and he died there five years later in a construction accident. Oh, ouch. Yeah, so he was in his 60s, right? And he's up on the roof talking to the workers while they're fixing the roof. And he missed his footing and he slipped and he fell. Oh my gosh, it's so traumatizing. I know. <laughs> Imagine you're the workers, like, what just happened? <laughs> I, I guess it wasn't as uncommon back then, the 1870s, or talking like Victorian era, like pre-health and safety. Goodness. But yeah, 68 years old, 64 years old, I think he was. Um, not too young, but pretty tragic. Yeah. Uh, that's all I could find out about him, though. Um, I don't really know anything else. I guess he must have just lived one of those quiet, faithful kind of lives that people forget about. Yeah. So he actually wrote 300 hymns in his time, as well as writing 11 volumes of poetry. Wow. Yeah, so he's quite the poet. Yeah. Um, And I was surprised because I looked up whether we sang any more of his hymns. I searched his name in the Christian Hymns app. And we do actually still sing some of his hymns. I just never knew his name. Okay. So ones you might know would be, Oh, Worship the Lord in the Beauty of Holiness. I don't think so. Or Come Worship the Lord in the Beauty of Holiness. Mm. Um, I Hunger and Thirst, Jesus my manna be. And Christ is Risen, Hallelujah. I think those last two I have sang at least once. Uh, they sound at least those lines sound familiar. I think "Come worship the Lord" is often sung at Christmas because it talks about gold of obedience, incense of lowliness. Come and adore Him. Okay. Um, it's a really nice song. I recommend it. Yeah. I didn't know it was by him. Um, but it is. Let us know if you've sang any of those songs. I'm really particularly I'm interested in the first song, um, that you mentioned because mm-hmm. I do I do want to 
you know, I love Christmas. <laughs> I do want to hear it and see if it's uh, worthy enough to to bring about during the Advent season. I mean, it's not strictly Christmas song. No, no, no. But it, would, but it does would, have some of those themes. Yeah, just to take a look at it, see the lyrics and hear the yeah. tune. Yeah. But we're not talking about that one today. Um, we're talking about Fight the Good Fight, which was published in 1863 in a hymn book called Hymns of Love and Praise for the Church's Year. It's based on 1 Timothy 6.12, which reads, Fight the good fight, take hold of the eternal life to which you were called, and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. But that's not the only reference. This hymn is full of them. Mm -hmm. So without further ado, Monet, would you mind reading the lyrics? Do you want me to wrap them? <laughs> I leave it up to you. <laughs> I'll just read them. <laughs> Fight the good fight with all thy might. Christ is thy strength and Christ is thy right. Lay hold on life and it shall be thy joy and crown eternally. Run the straight race through God's good grace. Lift up thine eyes and seek Christ's face. Life with its way before us lies. Christ is the path and Christ is the prize. Cast care aside, lean on thy guide. God's boundless mercy will provide. Trust and thy trusting soul shall prove Christ is its life and Christ is its love. Faint not fear, God's arms are near. God changeth not and thou art dear. Only believe and thou shalt see that Christ is, it, that Christ is all in all to thee. You like that one? Yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, you can hear that it has quite a strong rhythm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and the first line of every verse has what's called an internal rhyme, which is when a line basically rhymes with itself. Mm -hmm. So like, faint not nor fear, God's arms are near. It's one line, but you've mm -hmm. got a rhyme in it, mm -hmm. which I really like because I have a soft spot for internal rhymes. I don't know why, I just... Oh. You have a soft, soft spot for very random things. I know. It's, yeah, I'm a simple person. Mm. The small things. <laughs> um, yeah, so it is a simple song. It's kind of quite fun because of the, the sort of bouncy rhythm to it. Mm -hmm. um, it struck me that the structure is quite deliberate. Um, not just in the rhyming scheme, but kind of in the subject matter. And it reminded me a bit of 2 Timothy 4, 7 to 9. Would you mind reading that? Yeah. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Can you see kind of like how each verse of the hymn deals with part of this? You've got fight the good fight. You've got run the race. You've mm -hmm. got um, faint not nor fear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's quite and then um, it says only believe and thou shalt see that Christ yeah. is all. So that kind of, kind of uh, seeing his appearing and being mm. glad. Yeah. Totally. I don't know if it's deliberate, but as I was reading the hymn and thinking about it, that verse definitely came to mind. Mm -hmm. um, so let's take them one verse at a time. Um, so we start with fight the good fight or I have fought the good fight. Now, as I was kind of mentioning a little bit earlier, some people object to this line because of its kind of militaristic language. Um, and I suspect that might be why it fell out of use. Hmm. Yes. 
<laughs> so it's not a battle song in the way something like Onward Christian Soldiers is. It's more like, um, oh, Church Arise, which is calling us to be faithful and to persevere to the end. And it's about steadfastness in the Christian life and keeping our eyes on Christ rather than being about like confrontation. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about how it says with all thy might as well. And it reminded me of when I was little, I don't know if you know this, but I used to do kind of like mixed martial arts self-defense. <laughs> yeah. Um, people, oh my goodness. <laughs> people are always surprised by this. Yes. <laughs> um, anyway, for the first few weeks, like I didn't really, we had punch pads, um, and we were learning to punch mm -hmm. and I was, not the most confident or the most outgoing or the most conflict loving child. Um, so I didn't really want to punch the pads because I didn't really have any heart for hurting anything. So <laughs> instead of punching properly, I would like go to punch. I'd have my wrist straight. And then the last minute I kind of flip back like oh, that and dangerous. like hit the, hit the pad with the, the sort of pad of my, yeah my hand. Yeah. Um, and I had to be taught to commit to punching, mm -hmm. like with the, the full knuckles. Mm -hmm. um, but as lame as that illustration is, uh, the Christian life is a fight and to fight it, you've got to kind of like, you can't just be like, <laughs> yeah. like that. You've got to put your full weight behind it and yeah. you've got to commit fully to it. Yeah. It's not something that you can do half-heartedly. Yeah, that's a great illustration. Um, I think it's, uh, I, maybe you'll talk about this, but I find it interesting when folks are, object to this type of language you know understanding that we are in a spiritual battle like that's that's the language from scripture you know you don't turn up to a battle and pull up a chair and eat some popcorn like in a battle you fight yeah now we know that it's a spiritual battle it's spiritual warfare and how do we fight that like the you know the bible is clear on how we actually arm ourselves and how we fight those fight the good fight as as the song is encouraging yeah. us to do yeah and I think I'm not against fighty language in hymns depending but the second line is kind of an encouragement that we're not just throwing punches and hoping that they land somewhere in the fight because we will um yeah so I hate conflict with passion but there are times I think like you say fighting's not wrong um, I'm not saying you can just like clout someone if they annoy you, but I'm saying that there come times when it's right to take a stand and it's right to engage in a struggle and it's right to fight. And that may be physically or it may be in other ways, spiritually or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but there's also wisdom in picking your battles, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm going through the Old Testament at the moment in my Bible plan and you just see the Lord call, you know, David, the Israelites, etc., to various battles. And you think, I mean, it really makes you think like, what, what is the justification here mm. for this? Um, which is maybe the wrong question because if the Lord says go, you go. Yeah. But not to muddy the waters here because obviously there are a lot of other religions that say go fight kill etc and there is a there is a um the question of justice is it just and who determines just what is just it's god um so it's not to say oh if your religion says go and fight just go and fight because that's what your god said well there's only one true god and he is the god of our bible and 
um, he does call his people to fight in some in some regards. Now, um, I'm not saying that's his mandate for the church just now, but mm-hmm. that does mean that there are and there were situations of just conflict. And I think um, trying not to be con- not trying not to be controversial here. I think even in his law, you know, some of his, um, some of the Lord's mandates in his law would be considered like, you know, by our modern day, you know, distorted lens, unjust, but they were just, you know, um, and it would cause us to pick up a sword or, you know, pick up a stone or something like that to enact justice so I think it does come around that justice question which is a a hot topic um word in our culture um so that's why I'm trying to be careful but it doesn't mean that there's no place for a fight or a battle or conflict or aggression but you know it just it matters what line of justice does that fall on for the lord that was a ramble. Sorry. No, it's okay. I knew that would kind of be a little bit of a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, I think it's okay to use this language in hymns. It's perfectly fine. We're not inciting people to go break windows. We're no. just saying this is the reality of the Christian life. Um, and like the song says, it's Christ is thy strength and Christ is yes. thy might. You know, it is the one day visible, but at the moment to us, mm-hmm. invisible God who is our strength. So, you know, we're not just pulling ourselves up by our bootstraps yeah. and grabbing our guns and being like, let's go, you know. Get your pitchfork, boys. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's part of what comes in the second line is that kind of encouragement that mm. we're fighting because we belong to Christ. We're fighting in his strength and for his cause, mm-hmm. not just for whatever cause we feel enraged about at any given yeah. moment. Um, and we know that we belong to him and he fights on our side. Mm-hmm. So would you mind reading John one twelve? This is in relation to Christ being our right. Yeah, surely. Yet all who did receive him to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Yeah. So this song is not about aggression. It is about a life devoted to Christ. Mm. Um, and I think that's an important thing to remember in a culture where um, we're very kind of anti-violence and things. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so verse two turns to safer imagery <laughs> with a race. Um, yeah, we're talking about race and justice. No, <laughs> different kind of race. Different type of race. <laughs> different race. Um, I really like the fact that Monsell makes the point that we run by the grace of God. Mm. Um, I like to run, um, but I have a chronic illness, so I get quite tired quite quickly. Um, but knowing that it's not us that sustains ourselves when we are weak is such a comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've also got the encouragement to lift up your head. So when you're running any great distance, it's helpful not to just stare at your feet the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look ahead at where you want to go, it keeps you running in a, a straighter line in a better direction. You're yeah, not kind of just direct. like veering. Yeah. Um, and it also helps you keep going because you can see the end getting closer and closer. So you can see what you're aiming for. You're sticking to that path and you're, um, you can see yourself getting closer and you're like, I can do this. I can do this. Um, 
I thought it was interesting about how you said about the straight path because I was thinking life itself can be twisty. Mm-hmm. So the only way to navigate properly is to keep your focus on Christ. Yeah. I love that last line, Christ is the path and Christ is the prize. Yeah, he's both. I think that's something that we often, um, I don't want to say forget. I want to say we sin in how we approach our faith. We think about having faith for some tangible, physical, you know, accolade or something here like have faith um you know I've had someone um who wasn't a Christian kind of rebuke me for not having enough faith that something was going to happen and and I was like I don't have faith that God's just going to give me stuff yeah don't get me wrong we could come to God for anything and his answer is his answer he wants us to bring it to him that is part of his sovereign plan and his sovereign will is for us to pray and bring him our concerns in the here and now. Um, but Christ is the prize. He is the, he is the path and the prize. He's the reason I have faith and he is the object of my faith. And he's Mm -hmm. the one I'm looking forward to. It's not like, um, Oh, you have faith and you'll get into heaven and then no hell. It's like, that's not what your faith is about. Yeah. It's about Jesus. Like we get to know him. We it's not to... about what you're, it's not about what you're avoiding. It's about what you're gaining. Yeah. In yeah. Yeah. And, and there's so much empty Christianity. And I say that kind of hesitantly because obviously it's not biblical Christianity, but there's so much empty Christianity. That's like, here are God's rules. Yep. We're cool with those. Here's God's, you know, um, This is what he said. Let's quote it. Yep. I'm cool with these Bible verses and very little Christ. Yeah. Um, So that line really hits home to me. It's both encouraging and convicting. Christ is the path and the prize. Yeah. He's not like he gets you to a giant pile of treasure at the end. He is the treasure at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing is he's not just like standing miles off at the finish being like over here, this way, this way, like Mm -hmm. come and come, come on. You're nearly there. Come and get me. Um, He's there with us because he mm. is the path and he's the prize. Yeah. Um, and the only way to him is through him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sure. Eternal life is going to be great. No sin is going to be great. Mm. Living on the new earth is going to be amazing. <laughs> um, but it's Christ who's the prize. Even if we didn't have the eternal, well, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, even if we didn't have all the other things, if we have Christ, that's, that's enough. We have everything. Yeah, it should yeah. be enough for us. Yeah. Um, and the prize is to be with him and to be there in glory with him, worshiping him. Um, so yeah, so when we're tired, when our feet hurt and when we want to stop fighting, we have to remember that he's the prize and mm. he's He's the reason for all of this. Mm. Uh, we should probably move a little bit faster. Uh-oh. No, I'm just thinking, like, I thought it was going to be a short episode because there wasn't much information about the writer or about the hymn, but there's so much in the hymn. You get what you get, you yeah. know? <laughs> um, so verse three, all of us, if we're honest with ourselves, know that we're not really much. Um, we know we don't have what it takes to live the Christian life faithfully, but this verse is for you. Um, 
Monsell doesn't pretend that we never worry about things and that we have no concerns, but having admitted the reality that there are cares and burdens that weigh on us, he encourages us to lay them aside because God in his mercy provides all that we need for life and godliness. He's not a far off God like we were just saying about Christ being the prize. Yeah. He's not far off just telling us to do things and then watching us struggle from a distance. Mm-hmm. Um, and a really good verse to remind us of this is Hebrews 4.15. Yes, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. I love that verse. Mm. And then the final verse of this song reiterates this a similar theme. Though it uses kind of slightly stronger language, it's not just cares, it's um, full-on fears in this verse. It's not that there aren't scary things going on in life, it's not that we don't suffer, it's that God cares for us and mm-hmm. protects us mm-hmm. through these things. Um, he promised to care for his own, he never changes and he never breaks his promises. Um, and a great verse to remember in relation to that is Isaiah 46, 4, which says, even to your old age, I will be the same. And even to your graying years, I will bear you. I have mm. done it and I will carry you and I will bear you and I will deliver you. Mm. Um, so if you want something to memorize, if you're struggling, that's a really great verse. Yeah. Yeah. And it reminds us of that line, you know, thou art dear. Mm. you're not just like some wafer stray that God picked up on the street and now he feels kind of obliged to look after you. He full on adopted you like you're his child and he cares for you like a father cares for a child because that's what you are. Um, and then we end with confidence. You've got to believe. Yeah. And um, if you're struggling to believe, it doesn't affect whether Christ is all in all to you. Mm. Like he's your all if you're a Christian, regardless of whether you're struggling to believe that or not. Um, mm. The difference is that when you lift your eyes to Christ and stop focusing on your circumstances and put your focus on him, then you'll be able to see that he's all in all to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is, he's everything. Mm. Um, do you want to read Hebrews ten thirty five just to encourage our listeners as we finish? Yes, I always want to encourage folks with scripture. Um, and this is a good one. Therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has great reward. Amen. This is a really great song. I really like it. And I think we should start singing it more again. Yeah, definitely. Um, Definitely. This is, I mean, I'm going to have to look this up um, after this show. And I know if you... If you're a newsletter subscriber, you've already received some versions of this in the inbox. Um, It's really encouraging to discover new hymns, uh, new old hymns, uh, because there are thousands, by the way. Um, Whatever hymnal, if your church uses hymnals, whatever hymnal you use, I guarantee you don't sing every hymn in there. And there's probably some massively fantastic gems in there that you've Mm -hmm. never sang. Um, not to mention the thousands of other hymnals that have been published over the last, you know, several centuries um, that have wonderful um, songs of worship towards our God. And this is one. This is definitely one. It's it's really encouraging to know how close and how secure 
we are with the Lord who is with us in the battle. He's with us in the fight, um, which Christ has, has secured for us. Yeah. Um, he said it is finished. So we're just waiting for his return. So thank you very much for that, Kara. Um, do you know this song? If you've heard it before, let us know in the comments because we, I haven't. Kara sung it a handful of times, but I haven't. Um, and if you know of some gem in your hymnal that we haven't talked about that you want to hear us, let us know. Send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Um, but until next time, I hope this encouraged you and that the Lord would bless and keep you. Bye. Bye.